Grain to Glass. This show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Darn tootin'. Yeah. Darn to it. Oh, gosh darn it. <laughs> oh, gee willikers. Again with this. Well, you know, it's the same night. When we do the two dun, first, dun, dun. It's, uh, it gets a little wonky. Wonky. The wonky. Yeah, it's so. Fine. Yeah, uh, we are back again. We're back yeah. again. This is our back third episode again with the in podcast. 2018. 2018 has been a much better year this year than 2017. Yes. Especially at this time. Mm-hmm. Not oh. enough time for anything to go wrong. And next week we're going to Central Waters. That's right. I am excited. <laughs> I am pumped for Central Waters. I'm super excited for it. Yeah, I'm going to get some nachos. Yes, you are. You I'm always get nachos. I'm going to get some delightful amounts of beer. <gasps> Probably too much. They have we're going to see a guy leaning against a pole. Pole guy. <laughs> I hope pole guy's back this year. Right? We're going to see Bathroom King Rick. It's... <laughs> I didn't do it last year. No, you didn't. That was just the one year when you didn't have any money. Yeah. It was the first year we Rick went. was hustling. But it just ended up happening. Like, it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> and I just got money and beer. And it made your day great. It did. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, that's the big event happening for us, I guess, coming Yeah, up. Central Waters. Um, it's going to be a really awesome time. Yeah. Uh, what have you been up to beer-wise lately? Nothing much? Just nothing, kinda, nothing besides that. I mean... Like, keeping it back, trying to deal with your New Year's resolution type deal. And, oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any New Year's resolutions. I I technically do. I have things that I want to get done in 2018, but I was supposed to get done in 2017. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, I should probably actually get these done. Yeah, I mean, there's stuff like that that we need to get done around here. Yeah, I mean, it's all business for, shit. Yeah, business so. stuff. But nothing like, I have no personal New Year's resolutions. No. Because No, I just have work. personal relu- resolutions. Like, they're not New yeah, Year's, yeah. they're just things like, oh, yeah, I got to do that. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm continuing to lose weight, and that's good, but I'm doing successfully, and that's not a New Year's resolution. All right. It's just a thing that I'm doing. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. All right. Uh, what are we talking about today? We should, uh, well, first. We're going to we talk should... about we'll an talk imperial about... stout. Oh, that's right. Our imperial stout. Our imperial stout. Would you like stout. to hear the recipe? Yes, I would. You want to hear the recipe? I like you it when you tell hear me the recipe. The recipe. Good. You hear the recipe good? Yeah, all right. I do. Uh, 12 pounds of U.S. two row. 12 pounds. Two pounds <clears throat> of crystal 20. Two pounds. Two pounds of Crystal 60. Two pounds. Two pounds of Flaked Oat. Two pounds. Eight ounces Black Patent Malt. Eight ounces. Eight ounces Chocolate Malt. Eight ounces. Then at 60 minutes, two ounces of Whoa Yeah. Two ounces. (laughs) And then uh, we fermented with American Ale Yeast. 1056. Unknown amount. <laughs> one package with a one liter starter. <laughs> Some. 
So, uh, with an estimated original gravity of 1097, an actual original gravity of 1098. Nice. Because we overshot this one by Are one you millions of initial cells? Oh, yeah. With so many cells. <laughs> Just a stupid amount of cells. Millions and millions. Um, it was estimated to come in at like 1020. I think we came in right around there. Uh, so, about 10.5% ABV. 10.5%. ABV. Ab. Uh, do you remember what the uh, style guideline on this is? 20C. Is I'm it? already looking at it, yeah. Oh, good, because I'm not. Yep. 20C. And now Don't I Don't worry. Perfect. Overall Someone here is on the ball. Uh, overall impression. You know what, man? I am not on the ball today. <laughs> I apologize to you and all of our listeners. They deserve Sorry, better. listeners. He sucks. All right. Uh... <laughs> Fuck I you. don't. I don't. Uh, overall impression: an intensely flavored big dark ale with a wide range of flavor balances and regional interpretations. Roasty burnt malt with deep dark or dried fruit flavors and a warming bittersweet finish. Despite the intense flavors, the components need to meld together to create a complex, harmonious beer and not a dumpster fire. <laughs> okay, it says hot mess, but I I still feel like that's like. <laughs> Not a hot mess. <laughs> oh, this is a hot mess. Like <laughs> your beer should never be hot, nor a mess. Yeah, this that was dumb. All right, they were trying to be hip. You want to hit us on this aroma, man? Damn it, Gary. Aroma. Ooh, this is a lengthy paragraph. Settle in, folks. Listen to here. Aroma, rich and complex with variable amounts of roasted grain, maltiness, fruity esters, hops, and alcohol. The roasted malt character can take on coffee, dark chocolate, or slightly burnt notes and can be light to moderately strong. The malt aroma can be subtle to rich and barley wine-like. May optionally show a slight specialty malt character, such as caramel, but this should, not o- this should only add complexity and not dominate. Fruity esters may be low to moderately strong and may take on a complex dark fruit character. Hop aroma can be very low to quite aggressive and may contain any hop variety. That's probably good, I think. What? Well, other than that, we're just talking about alcohol. Oh, okay. So I think I think we're going to be okay. Um, so looking at that, I'm getting raisin. Raisin. Let me let me get a sniff in. Um chocolate. I shouldn't have filled this up so much. Um, and it's a little port, like, I mean, there's like a sweet port quality. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Raisin. But raisin for sure. I'm getting that raisin for show. Let me get it. Yeah. I get that port quality. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, hmm. I get a little bit of roastiness in there with the raisin. I can see that. Kind of like alongside it on yeah. the underside. Aroma, yay, nay. I think the aroma smells on. All right. Appearance is what it looks like, because that's what appearance means. It's how it appears. Color may range from very dark reddish brown to jet black. Opaque. Deep tan to dark brown head generally has a well-formed head, although head retention may be low to moderate. High alcohol and viscosity may be visible in legs when beer is swirled in a glass. Not in plastic. 
does not have legs in plastic. Oh, we do have plague. We we have legs. We have like you plagues. can see it slide. Yeah, it's not like legs. Ooh, in a glass. we have we have ruby highlights. Yeah, we do. But that's the only way you can see anything through it because <laughs> you it put is a black. Really bright light right yeah. up to it. My cell phone flashlight is really bright. Like you know, and it barely gets yeah, through. The, I barely can through, get anything through it. It is a very dark beer. It's completely yep. black. And then if you shine a really bright light pressed um, against the other side of the glass, yeah, it's I would, ruby. I would call this a deep tan head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's deep tan for sure. Oh, yeah, no, and the legs are definitely there if you... Uh, yeah, if you swirl it. If you play you around legs. with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right, appearance, I think it's spot on. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Got to go through flavor now. Okay. Rich, deep, complex, and frequently quite intense, with variable amounts of roasted malt, grains, maltiness, fruity esters, hot bitterness and flavor, and alcohol. Medium to aggressively high bitterness, medium low to high hot flavor, any variety. Moderate to aggressively high roasted malt grain flavors can suggest bittersweet or unsweetened chocolate, cocoa, and or strong coffee. A slightly burnt grain, burnt currant, or terry flavor may be evident. Fruity esters may be low to intense and can take on a dark fruit character. Raisins, plums, or prunes. Malt backbone can be balanced and supportive to uh, rich and barley wine-like. And may optionally show some supporting caramel, bready, or toasty flavors. The palate and finish can vary from relatively dry to moderately sweet, usually with some lingering roastiness, hot bitterness, and warming character. The balance and intensity of flavors can be affected by aging, with some flavors becoming more subdued over time and some aged, vinous, or port-like qualities developing. I want to stick this in a barrel right now. Mm-hmm. Holy, holy shit. Uh, so, I get coffee chocolate yeah um, some booze yeah but not like a not like a hot booze like no 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 just enough that you can tell that it's there um almost like a fudgy character in yeah the, middle. the the yeah take another definitely some dark fruit there's some raisin plum so what i get is coffee Right on the front. It builds and breaks on that fudge. Yeah. And then it breaks into like raisiny, uh, like bittersweet chocolate. Yes. Yeah. That's kind of the progression of the sip that I get. For a young Imperial Stout. It's actually fairly well balanced. It's really balanced. It's really good. Yeah. This is only going to get better. Yeah. I don't know too much age on this. Like, this probably doesn't need to age as much as a lot of them. No, I I want, like, I wish we had put some. Uh, and then again, we do have wood age coming up. So we could just rebrew this and shove it into a barrel. Yeah. And I think this would be a good candidate if we have a whiskey barrel. Yeah, like, this would get some be of those a very vanilla good one. whiskey notes. Yeah, this would be the the one to put in there. This is. It's a good base Imperial Stout. This is fantastic Imperial Stout, I think. I think we've hit all of our notes. Mm-hmm. 
and the flavor pounds this one home. This is very good. Yeah. Uh, and going on to the other part of Imperial Stout, the mouthfeel, um, full to very full-bodied and chewy with a velvety, luscious texture. Although the body may decline with long conditioning, gentle, smooth warmth from alcohol should be present and noticeable, but not a primary characteristic. In well-conditioned versions, the alcohol can be deceptive. Should not be syrupy or under-attenuated. Carbonation may be low to moderate depending on age and conditioning. This is a full-bodied Imperial Stout. Yep. This is chewy. Yep. Like, this is oatmeal cookie chewy. Yeah. It's chewy. It's thick. It's There's chewy. more, man. Help yourself. It's it's a big one. <laughs> it's also 11%. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it this, this needs to go into a barrel. It does for sure. This is my new base Imperial Stout, I think. This, this is, is if you want to do anything based on Imperial Stout, this is the this is it. Yeah, this is where you start and tweak from there. To your palate. Like if you want something sweeter, go that way. But I think this is a really good middle of the road. Imperial I'm gonna say stout. this is one of our best brews so far. We've said that like seven times, but I agree with you this time. But out of eighty, we can have ten that are our best. Oh, we're running out. Well, we're only in the like we're still you, in the top forty. You didn't count seven. Yeah, I did not count. No, that. <laughs> but this this is one of the best mm-hmm. so far. Like this is really no, this is really solid. Good. This is right up there with the Australian and the tropical. Yeah, I would like those are my when I think of our best ones, I think of those two and the cream ale. Yeah, the cream ale too. Though we need to rebrew the cream ale because I feel like that was just like first beer like. Huzzahs. We'll try it. Yeah. But no, we we brought it to other people who That's also true. agreed. And they liked it. Those bastards. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, it was a good cream ale. I agree, yeah. And, but anyway, this beer, phenomenal. I'm yeah. going to give this one a, a thumbs up. This, this one goes right along with those, like, top shelf ones that we did. This is another one, like the English probably one, that I'm going to hide in the cellar for a while. Yeah. Yeah, no, and this not, one definitely needs to age. And a not bit. share with people. No, no. We're going to hide it away. Yeah, I get a little hoardy now. Especially <laughs> like, dude, I did I tell you I found two bottles of Tropical Stout? No. Yeah, I was digging through like like mixed cases of beer, like yeah. just trying to figure out what we had. I found two bottles of Tropical Stout. They're gone now. Yeah. But <laughs> that's okay. Like the two that I found are gone too. I know. I figured you were never going to bring one here. So. <laughs> No, I actually opened one uh, when we had the Hop and Barrel guys around. Oh, sure. Shared one with them. And then uh, my buddy Brian from uh, Pitchfork, was he was begging me. He's like, you got any of that tropical style left? You got any left? You got any left? You got any left? You got any left? How about now? How about now? Dude, I've told you like the past six months. And I texted him like out of the blue. I was like, hey, yeah, so I found one. <laughs> and now he's convinced that I have a secret stash somewhere. <laughs> secret stash. <laughs> like, no, have you seen my brew corner? Yeah, it's a mess. Yeah, well, it's better now. No, it's like, pretty good actually. Yeah. Looking at it, there's just a lot there. I dumped all. I drain dumped all the sauties. That's fine. Yeah, no, we tried. That's one where this they week, belong. And they started to go sour. Ugh. Yeah, they no, belong. They in belonged the in the drain. I'm so glad we hit that style, so I don't have to do <laughs> <Me> it again. <laughs> 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 there's a few of these that I'm like, hit style, hit style, hit style, hit style. Yes. <laughs> We don't have to do it. All right. Again. What are we actually talking about tonight? Besides our delightful uh, uh why is it Right? Yes, yes. Uh category ten C. 
Weisenbach. And we actually have a commercial example of the light Weizenbach because there's two versions, the pale and the dark, and we have a pale. Pale Weizenbach. Yeah. Wow. Um, do you want to start us off this time while I pour? And I would be happy I can to. do the second part. Weizenbach. Overall impression. Uh, we're looking for a strong, malty, fruity, wheat-based ale combining the best malt and yeast flavors of a vice beer, pale or dark, with the malty, rich flavors, strength, and body of a Dunkelsbach or Doppelbach. So we're looking at a Weissenbach. It's combining. Bringing them together. The flavors mesh together. Like in a big, beery hug. Yes. Aroma. Me am high do high malty rich <clears throat> character with a significant bready grainy wheat component. Paler versions will have a bready toasty malty richness, while darker versions will have a deeper, richer malt presence with significant uh, Maillard products. The malt component is similar to a Hellesbach for pale versions, grainy, sweet, rich, uh, lightly toasted, or a Dunklesbach for dark versions, bready, malty, rich, highly toasted, optional caramel. The yeast contributes uh, a typical Weizen character of banana, banana and spice, clove vanilla, <laughs> which can uh, be medium low to medium high. Darker versions can have some dark fruit aroma, plums, prunes, grapes, raisins, particularly as they age. A low to moderate alcohol aroma is acceptable, but shouldn't be hot or solventy. No hop aroma. The malt, yeast, and alcohol intertwine to produce a complex inviting and prominent bou- uh, bouquet. Uh, I just realized while we were talking about this, I did not regale all of our listeners with the tale of our Dunkelsweizen. No? Oh, go ahead. So I brewed that today. If you guys follow our uh, <laughs> our Facebook, Facebook, you guys saw the conditions that I was brewing. Yeah. Uh, minus 16 degrees Fahrenheit. Yep. Oop. Felt like minus 31. Yeah. That was the wind chill. Took me an hour to get the beer to a boil because the propane tank kept freezing. <laughs> and so I was just letting it off like a little bit of gas. And so I have to go out there and like shake it and warm it up. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a rough day this morning. Yeah. Like I started I started brewing at six AM and I finished at eleven thirty. Yeah. Well, even right now where we're at, we're at negative seven and a wind chill of negative 20. Yeah, it's a cold, cold day. It's a very cold yeah. day. Yeah, no, I just, I figured Good you guys. Good day to brew. You guys would get a kick out of that, <laughs> out of my uh, my suffering today. Yeah, the, the outside boiling. <laughs> yeah, so. All right, let's talk appearance. All right, all right well, uh, should we smell the... Uh, Vitas is what we have. So this is a the light one. Gosh. Oh, there's some banana and clove in there. Yeah, I got banana and clove. A little bit of toast. <sighs> like it's it's more toasty than like a uh um a half of Eisen. Yeah. It's like it's not just it's not just like straight banana and sweetness. No, there's some balance in there. 
Yeah, it's, there's some toasty grain in there as it's well. It's like more like a banana bread. Yeah, of... yeah, 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 yeah. I would say you're right about that. That's what I would call it. I'm not sure if you're just pulling my chain. Or no, I'm, like, okay. no, you you said it, and I was in so much agreement <laughs> as I realized it. Yeah, you're right. That's what it is. All right. Appearance. Pale and dark versions exist, with pale versions being light to light gold to light amber and dark versions being dark amber to dark ruby brown in color. A very thick, moosey, long-lasting white to off-white head in, in pale, pale versions or light tan in dark versions. Head care is characteristic. The high protein... Can you repeat that, like, the last half of that sentence, please? A very thick, moosey, long-lasting, off-white... Uh, in pale versions. Off-white head in pale versions or light tan dark head in dark versions is characteristic okay yeah, yeah no, they just they have it phrased wrong they have weird phrase well they have parentheses in there that it's it's they not don't, good yeah they don't need it should have been two separate sentences yeah. <laughs> um so the high protein content of wheat impairs clarity in this traditionally unfiltered style does it though although the level of haze is somewhat variable Suspended yeast sediment can contribute to the cloudiness. This is clear F. No, I mean, it's 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 not, like, super clear. There's still some wheat haze in there. A little bit. But it's super, like, for I mean, a wheat I beer, can it's read through it. Can you really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you put it right against the screen, you can read right through Ooh. it. It's a magnifying glass that yeah, I'm going to drop in my MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's pretty clear. And then it's an off switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, the, the color lines up. Uh, yeah. It's like a light gold. Yep. Yep, for sure. Uh, flavor, similar to the aroma, a medium-high to high-malty-rich flavor together with a significant bready, grainy wheat flavor. Paler versions will have a bready, toasty, grainy, sweet uh, malt richness, while darker versions will have a deeper, bready, rich, or toasted malt flavors uh, with significant Maillard products, optional caramel. Uh, so, for those of you who don't know, like the Maillard reaction is what happens when you're basically caramelizing the sugars during the boil. Mm. So, like, uh, if, for those of you who have made caramel at home, you've done ma- Maillard reactions. Right. So, like, when you burn sugar, basically, it turns into caramel, and that's a Maillard reaction. Caramel. So that's that's what they're talking about with the Maillard products. Excellent. Uh, low to moderate banana uh, and spice, or clove, or uh, like clove and vanilla for the spice. Uh, yeast character. Darker versions can sometimes have dark fruit flavors, like prunes, plums, or plums, prunes, grapes, and raisins. I got ahead of myself and then behind myself, particularly as they age. A light chocolate character, but not roast, is optional in darker versions. No hop flavor. A low hop bitterness can give a slightly sweet pale uh, or a slightly sweet palate impression, but the beer typically finishes dry, sometimes enhanced by a light alcohol character. The interplay between the malt, yeast, and alcohol adds complexity and interest, which is often enhanced with age. 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 I gotta say right off the bat. My first few sips, it tastes so sweet because we just got done with an imperial stout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, 
now that I've given that some time to clear, um, bready, definitely it's bready. It's very bready. It's super bready. And then, uh, but like more of like a biscuit bread than like a. I get more of a biscuit. Yeah, it's biscuity bready. Yeah, it's not toasty. I got more toast in the aroma than I do in the flavor. Yeah. And then, uh, not not a whole lot of that banana that I was smelling. Mm-mm. There is some in there, but. Not as much as I was smelling. Yeah. So it's definitely the the malt forward, for sure. Try and get a little bit more on this. It's very good. Like it is good. Yeah. It's it's what I would want most wheat beers to be like. Right. It's got a pretty good balance to it. I can't get any hop flavor out no, of it. No, and you don't want any hop flavor. No, I know. I'm just making sure that I talk about everything. Um, sorry, I'm now in like recipe mode already. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome to just keep continuing. Well, I'm going to talk about mouthfeel here. Oh, good. I like to talk about mouthfeel. So it's got a medium full to full body. A fluffy or creamy texture is typical, as is the mild warming sensation of substantial alcohol content. Moderate to high carbonation. I definitely feel that alcohol warming. This is 7.7%. Jesus, but it's is just, it? Yeah. Oh, I did yeah. not. Yeah. This is deceptively. It is. But there is that slight warming on the back end. I need to adjust my recipe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that it's it's definitely a little bit of warming. Not as much as it would be if it had higher alcohol, but it's it, it warms. Um, it's got a medium full body despite being so light looking. Like it's a very pale looking beer, but it is a pretty good body on it. And it is a little bit fluffy in the mouthfeel. So let me run through some comments. <clears throat> A vice beer brewed to Bach or Doppelbach strength. Schneider also produces an Icebach version. Pale and dark versions exist. Although dark are more common. But we're having a pale. Pale versions have less rich malt complexity and often more hops as with Doppelbachs. Lightly oxidized Maillard products can produce some rich, intense flavors and aromas that are often seen in aged imported commercial products, fresher versions will not have this character. Well-aged examples might take on a slight sherry-like complexity. So in some history on this bad boy, uh, Aventinus, the world, Aventinus. Aventinus, the world's oldest top fermented wheat, Doppelbach, was created in 1907 at the Schneider Weiss Brauhaus in Munich. Well, that's nice. That is a terrible history lesson. Yeah. Yeah, like, that, that's a shit history lesson, right? It's like, pretty bad. It's <laughs> pretty bad. Damn it, Gary. You found one sentence on Wikipedia, and you copy <laughs> and pasted it. You are not helpful. No. Uh, characteristic ingredients. A high percentage of malted wheat is used... 
by German brewing tradition must be at least 50%, although it may contain up to oh. 70%. Gotta change my recipe now. <laughs> With the remainder being Munich and or Vienna type barley malts in darker versions and more Pils malts in paler versions. Some color malts may be used sparingly. A traditional decoction mash can give... Nope, we're not doing it. The appropriate Fuck body no. without cloying sweetness. Weiss and ale yeast produce the typical spicy and fruity character. Too warm or too cold fermentation will cause the phenols and esters to be out of balance and may create off flavors. Hop choice is essentially irrelevant, but German varieties are more traditional. I don't know about irrelevant, but... A little irrelevant. Just not super important. Yep, nope, not important. So irrelevant. I don't think irrelevant is the correct choice. Uh, God, I can't get the SRM right. Yeah, well, sorry. Sorry that you suck. <laughs> you work with me. I don't know what you want here, man. <laughs> Style comparison. Stronger and richer than a vice beer or Dunkel's vice beer, but with similar yeast character. More directly comparable to the Doppelbach style with the pale and dark variations. Can vary wide, widely in strength, but most are in the Bach to Doppelbach range. Little fun entry instructions. The entrant will specify whether the entry is pale or a dark version. Okay. Vital statistics. statistics. So if I just add statistics. just like a little bit. IBUs, 15 to 30. SRM, 6 to 25. An OG of 1064 to 1090. Final gravity, 1015 to 1022. And an ABV of 6.5 to 9.0. That does not help me. Sorry, buddy. No, it's fine. Like, I just keep raising the ABV and lowering everything else. <laughs> <clears throat> so, that's what we're looking for. Let's talk about some commercial examples. Ooh, all right. Hang on. Well. Yeah. um, We've got Eisenbahn, Weisenbach. Like, this is not six. No, it's lighter than that. Yeah, this is way lighter than six SRM. Yeah. We've got Plank Bavarian Dunkler Weizenbach, Penn Weizenbach, Schneider Unser Adventus, and then Pale. We've got uh, Plank Bavarian Heller Weizenbach and Weinstefaner Vitus, which is the one that we have right here. Weinstefaner. Weinstefaner. There's no N. Oh, okay. Weinstefaner. Like, like, you, like you, like I said, Weistefaner. 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 Weistefaner Vitus. Okay. Do you have our uh, vital statistics? Statistics. Statistics. Of course, I have them. What do you want to know? I. You want like me to, to run them through all of them? Yes, please. IBUs fifteen to thirty. Woohoo! SRM 6 to 25. Fuck you. <laughs> OG 1064 to 1090. Woohoo! Uh, final gravity 1015 to 1022. Woohoo! ABV of 6.5 to 9.0. Woohoo! 
All right. All right. So I have an SRM of six on our current recipe. That's fine. And that I'm going to meet it. I'm just going to deal with that. So uh, eight pounds. We can of, use coloring malts sparingly, it said. Yeah, I'm not going to use any coloring malts. That's fine. We don't care that much. Um, I'm going to use eight pounds of wheat malt. Okay. For 53%. 53%. Right. Uh, four pounds of Pilsner. Pils. Two pounds of Vienna and one pound of Munich. That sounds like a good plan. Because I want, like, basically I'm like, all right, half of Eisen, Pilsner, and wheat. Mm-hmm. But I want some biscuit toast in there. Yeah. So Vienna and Munich, go. I dig it. Uh, then. Stuck hops. Hops? I'm just going to do saws, man. Mm-hmm. Like, saws is my go-to wheat. It's a perfect I think it's, it just works it. Yeah. with those with that yeast profile. So I made two ounces of hot of saws at sixty minutes for those nineteen IBUs that we want. Uh, ferment with uh, German ale yeast or German hefeweizen yeast. Right. Still kind of up in the air on that. Depends if we want more banana or not. I I don't. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like. So we might do half. Yes. I like. I was thinking German half of Eisen yeast. So, that sounds good to me. Yeah, all right. We'll do German half of Eisen yeast. Uh, that's gonna throw us in at about around seven percent ABV. This is gonna be a good. Yeah. This is gonna be a good winter beer. I right. think this is like if we can get it to boil in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's gonna be amazing. If we can get to a temperature where we can boil. Where we can actually use propane again. <laughs> I've yeah. never had this problem before. It's cold as heck. <laughs> and I've never tried to brew in the cold. Yeah. Because I've never needed to. Yeah. Now, this is all your guys' fault. It really is. Mine? No, the listeners. No, it's our listeners' fault. Yep. They're all like, the blame. Oh, hey, we want you guys to do a show every week. Yeah. We like <laughs> listening to shows. <laughs> we like listening to your content. So please <laughs> go out there and be miserable. So now we're gonna be mad at you. I'm not mad at you. I still I'm love not you mad guys. <laughs> I just like to pretend to be mad at you. Yeah. Because if you were here, I would say the exact same thing to your face. Yeah, we would definitely blame you then. Yeah, but it would also be different because we'd be giving you free beer too. So yeah, that's true. Because please drink all our beer. Please come drink <laughs> our beer. And no, seriously, you guys, come on, get you know, in here. I mean, you think that's a joke, but. <laughs> We have something like 400 bottles of beer that we need to go yeah, through. Yeah, we got to get rid of that. I think it might we be could literally almost. do the 99 bottles of beer on the wall song. Oh, yeah. Easily. Could we make that a show? I don't know that we should. <laughs> we, we need like at least 50 people. I disagree. I don't want to do 99 bottles of beer with two people. No, I mean, maybe like six people. Six? No. All right. Oh, no. Pete's calling. All right. We got to wrap this up. Shut up, Pete. Bring my money. Pete owes me money. <laughs> I'm glad that you explained that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, if you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash and become a patron today. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at Blind News Studios. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Blind Studios. You can follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.